Welcome to Viable Magic Podcast. This podcast gives a voice to credible people with inspiring experiences on healing and finding viable magic in everyday life. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm a psychic medium, a quantum Reiki grandmaster, and sound healer. Hello, I'm Perry. I am an intuitive Reiki healer and plant medicine enthusiast. Hello, I'm Christina. And I'm Perry. And welcome to Viable Magic Podcast. So this is our first one. Yay, we did it. We made it. <laughs> we made it. How exciting. So um, for our first episode, we want to kind of introduce ourselves and to let you guys know how we met and our story um, so far. So Perry, do you want to start? You can start. I can start. <laughs> You're the adult, you go first. <laughs> it says I'm an adult. <laughs> All right. So um, my name's Christina. I'm a psychic medium, a quantum Reiki grandmaster healer, psychic medium, as well as a salon owner and an intuitive um, hair artist. So I've got a, a lot of things and a mom, by the way. And um, what else am I? A wife. A wife. Of course. I can't forget that. So me and Perry met not long ago. How long has it been? A couple months? It was November. I started working here. Yeah. So we've met November of last year and just kind of hit it all off really quickly. And we had a lot of things aligned for us spiritually. And we're both in the beauty industry. Um, Perry's a lash artist. And we... Um, decided to we both wanted to do a podcast and so here we are today so perry you want to say something sure okay <laughs> so i'm perry um i am a lash artist i'm a licensed cosmetologist as well um i'm also in the process of opening a beauty supply store so i too have many hats on girlfriend dog mom cat mom all of that good stuff um i actually moved to alabama in july and I moved here off of a meditation. I'm originally from Massachusetts and I was doing meditation one day in my backyard and I knew I didn't want to stay there, but Alabama popped into my head and I had never even been here before. So I went in the house and I told my boyfriend, Ryan, I think we need to go to Alabama. And he told me that I'm crazy and I kind of let it go and a few days later he told me that he had been looking into it I got him curious and I might be onto something so we booked a trip and came down here uh we were here for about a week and our last day here we called our realtor back in Massachusetts and told her that we're gonna put the house on the market and we're gonna move so we went home packed up our entire lives I closed down my business and within 30 days we moved down here to an Airbnb and everything has kind of fallen into place divinely since then. <laughs> I met um, a girl, Allie, who works here. She's awesome. And she was like, you have to meet Christina. <laughs> so we met up for coffee and I think it was love at first sight. I don't know about you. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we connected instantly. Here we are. Yay. So how I got here, I've been here in Huntsville, Alabama for the last 30 some odd years showing my age <laughs> um I'm originally from St. Louis and so my family moved down here and everybody else moved away and I'm here left I ended up building a business 
Um, my husband, we actually met on Facebook, ironically, and and how we met was um, you could basically say it was divine or you could say it was an arranged marriage, <laughs> one of the two or both. Uh, so my dad and his dad are best friends and that's kind of, I've known him and his whole family um, our entire lives. So we kind of got together that way and um, we have two kids now. Uh, but this is going to be our 10th year um, together. So that's exciting. And um, we can go ahead and talk about how we kind of opened up to spirituality. Um, for me, um, I opened up to spirituality at the end of 2020 when the pandemic was going on. Um, I was at a point where I was for a while, I was doing guided meditations just to kind of calm the mind a little bit and doing a little bit of yoga and starting to go down that path. And the pandemic happened. I couldn't handle a lot of stuff. So I stopped meditating and I stopped working out and I stopped doing everything. I was more or less concentrated on getting the business being okay. And luckily we were totally fine during all of that. And then once things were starting to get back to normal again, I was like not feeling great. I felt like I was missing something out of my life. And so I got back into doing guided meditations again. I, uh, that, and then, uh, I think it was like the second night I did a guided meditation and then literally the whole world opened up for me, like the spirit world freaked me out. <laughs> it went from closing my eyes at night, going to sleep to closing my eyes at night. And all of a sudden seeing all of the astral, I was seeing smoke figurines, I guess you could say, I could see faces, human faces. I could see alien faces. I could see deities. I could see anything and everything you could possibly think of. And I'm like, I can't go to sleep now. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so what about you, Carrie? I've been intuitive my whole life. I just don't think that I really knew it or accepted it. Ever since I was a little kid, I feel like every house that I lived in besides my dad's house was haunted. Um, I'd have crazy dreams, visions, I'd know things, I'd see things, I'd feel things. Um, I do feel like I spent a lot of time kind of drowning those things out in my teens and early 20s. Um, in, I think it was 2019 actually, I was going through a lot. I had just bought a house that needed to be renovated. I had started a business. I kind of had walked out of a really bad job situation to start my own thing. And I was so stressed and I felt like I was having a mental break. Like I was seeing more things. I was hearing more things. I definitely wasn't taking care of myself. And actually all of that led me into a doctor's office and I broke down and I was in tears and I was telling her everything that was going on and I was asking if I'm insane and if I'm going to be on medication for the rest of my life or what the deal was and thank god I saw the doctor I did because she ended up telling me off of the record that everything that I was dealing with was spiritual I was very sane I was very intelligent she did not think it was anything psychological like that so she gave me a number to um, a shaman who was in New York City. And that scared me. I don't like cities. I don't like big crowds. Like, I don't do any of that. 
So I remember sitting in my Jeep after the appointment, staring at the phone number and being like, okay, universe, whatever this is, if I'm supposed to see a shaman, can you just like give me one? And a few weeks later, I had a client come into my lash studio and she was the cutest thing ever. And we hit it off really fast. And she told me that she was doing mediumship classes. And then she told me about her shaman. So I ended up, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I ended up going to see her shaman, Tracy, and that changed my whole life. That opened me up to Reiki and taught me how to kind of balance energies and work with things. And it also gave me a lot of explanations for things that I had always been dealing with that I'm thinking like, this is anxiety. I'm thinking I have gut issues. I'm thinking that I have all of these things, which some of them I do, but a lot of it ended up being more psychic than psycho so that was cool (laughs) (laughs) I know when you've got like a million things going on you're like I have I don't know what any of this is somebody please tell me I'm not crazy right now (laughs) is this lack of sleep is it stress (laughs) Uh, food poisoning I have no idea but seeing things hearing things feeling things Mm -hmm. things, crazy dreams yeah so did you ever have um like dreams that would come true Yes. Like all the time. Um, there honestly there's large periods of my life where I don't really remember my dreams, but mm. I have had some dreams that have come true. I had a dream with my friend Ashley in it, and when I told her about it, she was able to describe things to me that so we've had the same dream. I had a dream about a celebrity that I really don't have any connection to whatsoever. And that was very in-depth. It still to this day feels more like a memory than a dream. And everything in that ended up kind of in its own way coming true as well. And again, this is a complete stranger. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've definitely had some of those. It was weird because like, I didn't know when I was a young age, like I had these kind of abilities. I was just like, oh, that's weird. That's deja vu. We've been through here before. I've seen that car I've seen this place and I'm like that's crazy and then I think one of the craziest nights I had when I was asleep I was probably 18 or 19 years old and I was dreaming and it was flying and it was really cool and then all of a sudden I could feel my body fall back into the bed and almost come out or I was coming back I don't know which one it was freaked me out. I did not know what it was. The immediate reaction was, oh my God, a demon has me because you know, that's kind of the feeling that it was like, I was hovering, like my body was like this. And then it just went smack right down. Like I dropped into it. And I like, I felt like I probably like jumped out of bed. I don't know what happened. I looked outside to make sure nothing was going on. Nobody was in my room. And then I just buried that. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen at all. Have you had that? Yeah, I've had, I had one that I don't know if it was like an astral experience or if it was a sleep paralysis, but I remember laying in bed and this is when I lived with two roommates and my, my door was open. I was just laying there watching TV and I was sitting up and I could still hear the voice talking. The conversation was clear as day, but I couldn't like move my body. I was definitely paralyzed and there was somebody in the corner of my room and it scared me to death. And I ended up like, same thing. Like I ended up coming back into my body, but there was like a weird falling sensation. And like, that's always stuck with me too, because I'm like, 
what was that because I remember I could hear the boys like I was very conscious and aware through the whole thing so I was like am I awake am I asleep I know I'm sober so I don't know (laughs) yeah exactly um once I started doing more research back in 2020 and the beginning of 2021 and found um Interbloom podcast that in Dolores Cannon mm-hmm. that kind of made a lot of sense for me and I was like oh okay this is a thing that other people do that I am not crazy after all it's okay just you felt the sensation this time yeah. And I think for me taking um, Reiki courses and seeing Tracy regularly for the shamanic work as well yeah. opened up a lot of that. Like for me, I noticed that if there's too much energy and there's like too much spirit energy around and there's lots of messages that want to come through, it feels like somebody's choking me. So mm-hmm. like, I have had that happen like lots of times in my life. I don't like large crowds or cities. Like I was saying, um, I quite frankly would usually have to be drunk to be in those situations to make it bearable. But when I'm in them, it either feels like somebody's choking me or somebody's just sitting there poking on my third eye. And, and it wasn't until she kind of put two and two together and was like, well, that can be a form of spirit communication that I was able to figure it out. I've been able to block it out more successfully now. And some of it I've even been able to translate, which has been really cool. Yay. That's exciting. <laughs> I need a flag. Not crazy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so uh, when I think it was, let's see, I opened up to everything at the end of, of December of 2020. I think it wasn't until like March of 2021 before I actually ended up hiring um, a psychic medium coach um, who is Ambrosia Matthews from Inner Bloom Podcast. And I ended up working with both her and Alexa. Um, Alexa, I worked through EFT tapping, which kind of helps um tap out emotion in the body that's been trapped. Uh, that helped out big time. And then our Alexa is talking to us now. <laughs> She's telling us what's going on. Thank you. <laughs> and then um, Ambrosia ended up helping me tap into my abilities and how to block all the visions and the things and the messages so I could actually sleep at night because I didn't sleep very well for a couple of months because I kept waking up in the middle of the night and just did not know how to shut it off. And I was just like, leave me alone, please. (laughs) I don't know what this is. So for you, is that always like physical manifestations or can it also be like thoughts? Almost like people are having conversation, like one-sided conversations with you in your head. Uh, So I've always had an inner dialogue and I found out later on that not everybody has that. I know my boyfriend doesn't have one and it's so mind yeah. blowing. He doesn't want to let me study him though. <laughs> Maybe one day <laughs> we'll get to do something. Fascinating. How do you live with no inner dialogue? Yeah. Who makes your decisions? <laughs> exactly. I've always had that inner dialogue going on. And I always thought that, I guess that was just me talking to myself. I never really thought about it. And um, I guess you could say I was always a daydreamer too. So I would sometimes, if I didn't like a subject in school, I would just kind of stare off into space. And it was almost like I was looking through a movie. And so a lot of times, like, especially when I'm reading books, I'm watching it in my mind. I can see everything that is on the page. And again, I found out that is not normal for um, some people. And I thought that was really interesting as well. That's why I think a podcast like this is so important because I think there's so many people that 
they've just had these gifts their entire life or Mm -hmm. the curse side of it and they just think that that's them and these things are normal and it's like you're so much more than that in this can all be tried and tested (laughs) yeah I completely agree um I think one of the things that I thought was really interesting when I woke up to all this was they had just released the CIA documents on astral projection remote viewing and um higher consciousness and so I started listening to all of that and doing guided meditations and trying the astral projection. And then I got all these books on how to astral project out of your body. And I was like deep diving. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I couldn't do it on command, but I ended up finding out how I can, my, how my body reacts to it. And a lot of times uh, some people talk about uh, when I think, uh, you're you have to be in a really kind of like in between like tired kind of state where you're you're about to be in a lucid dream basically and so for me I've noticed a few times that I've been able to like recognize I was getting ready to project out of my body it was when I hadn't slept for a day and I was exhausted and then all of a sudden I would drift off to sleep and then I could feel my body rise up but I don't see anything. It's like all in like blackness. Mm-hmm. And one time I did that and I heard voices clear as you and me are talking right now. And I was like, Oh God, who is this? And comes to find out it was my spirit team. And it was a lot of my ancestors that had passed away within probably the last 20 years. They were, they were literally like right here. It's like, I felt one here. Then there were like three or four right here like in my ear. And I was like, Oh, hi guys. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so that was kind of cool. I love that. That's see, That's where I need to do the ancestral healing. <laughs> so I can have a better relationship with some of my ancestors. I do have some that come visit me, but like, I want a whole entourage like you have. <laughs> Everybody has an entourage. It's just whether being able to recognize it enough and to be able to tap into your intuition mm-hmm. and learning that yes your intuition this is exactly what's going on I'm not thinking about this I'm not imagining it I mean it is using your imagination it's play that's the whole point is like we've been suppressed playing for so long once we get to a certain age that we we're thinking things in our mind and we're like oh it's just a coincidence or I'm just making that up what if we're actually not making it up? And what if it actually is true what it is? Like when I started doing readings for the first time with people, it was, it's almost jarring. Just like, like for me, I hear messages a lot. I'll I'll hear them and then I'll see um, like snippets of certain things of images. And then I have to translate all of that. Um, And so for me to hear what, ever is coming through you're like is this for real this is what you want me to say and then you say it and then that person is like yeah I totally get that and you're like okay I'm not gonna judge any of this you know it's like the whole point is to give those messages to the people who need it you know and it's very um how do I put it it's it very rewarding when you have these really deep conversations with people that one you've either never met to people who know you but they know a different side of you now and you connect on a completely different level and I think it's beautiful how about you yeah it's really cool being able to connect with people on such a deep level um 
for me, I think, I mean, I, I see things in my head sometimes. I hear things. I, sometimes I just know things. And for me, I think a lot of it is physical too. Like I remember one day I was talking to a client. She was telling me that she felt that there was a spirit in her house or something. And as we're talking, I get this like pressure in my throat and I'm telling her about it. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see a really, really tall man. And I'm like, this is a client that is like a dear, she's a friend (laughs) and I love her. So I'm starting to describe everything that's going on. And she goes on to tell me that I'm pretty much describing her husband's grandfather and that he was a super tall man and he died of throat cancer and that he's actually the spirit that she thought was in her house because he had a coin that he always carried in his wallet that her husband carried in his wallet and it had like gone missing and then reappeared that morning. So it's really cool when things like that happen and you're just like, how did I know that? How did I feel that? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I remember when um, I think I was just starting out to like understand like how to communicate with spirit. And, I, and I've told a lot of my clients this and other people just like, oh, how do I even start? I don't, I like want to know what the messages are, but I can't figure it out. And so I would ask for some kind of animal to come to me. And so they, you know, a lot of times they would say cardinals are signs mm-hmm. of ancestors. So then I would notice there would be flocks of cardinals around our house. And I was like, oh, okay. I recognize you. And then it got to the point where I'm like, okay, that's normal. I need to find something very obscure that you is harder to find. And so one day I asked uh, my spirit team, what, if I was on the right path or like the decisions that I was making, is it a good choice or something like that? And so I asked for them to give me a pink elephant, you know, I'm like, that's going to be difficult to come by. That's just not anywhere you can find it. And so one day we were cleaning up my daughter's house. It was a couple of days later and she came and brings and brought to me an elephant that was wearing a pink outfit. And I was like, okay, I see you. <laughs> you guys are you guys are being silly, but I got you. <laughs> Thank you. So I think that's a really great way to start connecting with your spirit team and spirit in general. One thing that I've noticed because I again I just moved here, I have to start my business over from scratch. Is certain days I will actually ask for. I'm like, all right, let's get me some followers on social media, and it's so dumb. Try this. I, I want like five today, and then if yeah, it happens. I mean, I'm not greedy. I'm not like, all right, we're gonna hit a hundred thousand today is the day. But just you know, you're a manifester. I am, I am such a manifester. But yeah, some days we'll be like, oh, I'm at like. 785 let's see if we can get up to 790 and it works which is just like a very simple silly little way to test your team I love that I'm gonna try that (laughs) (laughs) I remember when um, there was one guided meditation I did it's actually um Emily Aarons if you guys want to follow her she's a spiritual business coach so she teaches people how to tap into your intuition as well as how to align with your business properly that's how I found her. My original business coach, um, Britt Siva, who is for hairstylists in the beauty industry, brought her on one of her, um, what was it? I guess one of our mastermind classes that we had. And so she did a meditation on how to meet your soulmate clients. 
And so I did that meditation at home. I was ready for it. I was writing things down. And then I kid you not within like a week, new people were coming in. The clients that I wanted to see were coming in. The services I wanted to do were all coming in. And I completely switched my entire clientele from doing a natural clientele to complete vivids in just a matter of a couple of months. So I'm like, this works. And so guess what? I'm getting ready to do it again because I've got to shift my clientele a little bit more. So that's exciting. Let's do this one together. I need to rebuild one here. (laughs) Let's do it. It's so much fun. I love this. And so we are excited um, to share our stories. Um, Do you want to share anything interesting that's happened to you either recently? Actually, we need to talk about the sound bath. Yes. That was wild. That was really cool. (laughs) Uh, I just talked to Jessica today and she she told me about her whole story and what happened. And I was like, wow. (laughs) It's so cool what you can do for other people. Yeah, it it kind of validates a little bit of what you're doing because sometimes everybody sees things differently mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter, like it's not right or it's not wrong. It's just everybody has a different experience. And so it's really cool to see what other people like go through, in my opinion. I've noticed that with Reiki too, like yeah. even Star coming in and being pregnant, like, yeah. oh my gosh, you can feel that little bubble of joy in her so much and even just like her experiences and visions when she's having it done it's just it's really cool and it's really validating which I know I personally need that because I totally struggle with imposter syndrome like yeah I know what I have going on and even still it's like weird being like I'm a psychic medium that's I picture like the Long Island medium and I'm like that's not how it is for me It's not how it is for most people. (laughs) I feel like Hollywood and TV tend to glorify a lot of this stuff when it's it's a little bit more grounded than what they're doing with it. Well, spirituality in general, I feel like they make it this crazy thing that it's just not like an awakening is messy. It's dark night of the soul. You've got some work to do. Like there is no room for this like good vibes only everything's always positive like it's okay to look at the positive side of things Uh, you really should if you're trying to manifest things because that's kind of how it works yeah but you're human and you're allowed to have bad days yeah I totally agree I I feel like that was a big struggle especially for me and my husband because at that point in time we weren't on the same page I was afraid to talk to him about it because of, you know, the things that I was seeing, things that I was hearing, things that I was learning. I'm like, he's going to think I'm crazy. He's going to think that I've gone off the deep end. I'm in a psychosis or whatever it is. So I kept it to myself for a while. And then comes to find out he was going through his whole awakening a year before me. (laughs) And I was like, well, and so there was like a two, three year period when things were kind of like off because we weren't energetically the same and then finally like one day I opened up to him about it he opened up to me about it and we're like oh shit (laughs) we are going through things similarly now we just didn't understand it at the time and he is very very grounded compared to where I like to be up here he is strictly straight into the earth which is what I need honestly because I have so much that I like to play up in the higher realms and uh, his perspective to me um, is really interesting because it's it's totally different. Like when he sees certain things, 
he doesn't see them like I do. Like when I see spirit, I see spirit as they come to me. So they come to me in animal form, deity form. They come in sometimes alien form, sometimes humanoid form, or sometimes I just see colors and I just see swirls of energy. For him, one time he told me that he ended up seeing like um, sacred geometry shapes. And he just knew it came from source, from God, universe, whatever it was. And that that particular time we were in, we were with family. We were all enjoying ourselves and said, this is the moment that everybody wants. The time of family together where everybody is loving and it's beautiful. And just to take it all in. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I've never seen anything like that before. (laughs) Um, How about? I mean, it's hard in our culture too. And I think at this time, mental illness is very glorified. So things like this, like you don't want to come out and be like, I'm seeing things because you very well could be institutionalized for it. So it's hard. Yeah, I think so too. I've done a lot of healing and a lot of like learning at this point in time from ancestral work to I've had hypnotherapy done. I've gone through, um, my quantum Reiki course, which I just finished a couple months ago, I had put it off for almost a year. I had started it and then I wanted to get into, like I I completed like the first section of it, which was the master course. And then I was getting ready to start the grand master course, which goes in deeper. And every time I would try to sit down and work on it, something would happen. I could not do anything. (laughs) Either my kids would be coming in or the phone would be ringing or my alarm would go off or my phone would go off. And I'm like, all right, obviously spirit's trying to tell me something that's like, you need to stop. And what it was is I needed to integrate. I had to have a whole year of integration and now I finished it. I finished it very, very quickly. And I can see why I needed time to gather more information and to understand so I could piece all the puzzles together um i've started to learn that through um human design right now of what my actual design is and it's me taking things here and there learning from them integrating them sitting with it and then moving and pushing through it and manifesting what i need to manifest which is difficult that's the like (laughs) sitting with it part is that's hard hard. i remember one point in time i was like meditating first thing in the morning I was listening to podcasts all day long I was listening to frequencies at night trying to astral project and it was just constant 24 7 and I like made myself a bit crazy doing that I remember one night I was on the phone with my boyfriend Brian and I was like I've always been honest with him about like what goes on in my head um when we first started dating I tried to scare him off with the truth that it didn't work so he's always had some sort of idea but I was so overstimulated. I remember being like, I need Brian. Brian is my best friend. Brian is my boyfriend. And <laughs> Brian's very much on the same page. So I remember showing up at his house at like 10 o'clock at night one night, just like freaking out and babbling. And he was like, you need silence. <laughs> you need silence and you need to sit with things. Stop trying to learn everything and do everything at once. You put your brain into overload. You're going to make yourself crazy. Yeah. 
that I got the exact same thing from um, a few people, uh, a couple psychics that I've worked with and just friends in general are like, you need to stop right now. It's too much. Your brain can't handle all of this information. And, and you can kind of like feel it in your body too, where it oh. feels heavy, even though this is fun. It's too much. Your your body has to like catch up to it. It's yeah. like energetically, it's like, yeah, let's do this. And then all of a sudden your body's like, no. You're chaotic. It's mm-hmm. like your body's sluggish and your brain's not here. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's a very weird feeling to be off balance like that. Yeah. It yeah, definitely. I agree with you. And and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want hope uh, this podcast will do for people around the world? I hope it'll help to spread some like mental health awareness because lots yeah. of things are medicated that don't need to be. I agree. Um, there are some things that do. I am yeah. by no means taking that away from anybody, but I personally know many people who were gifted children or just had a lot of energy or their parents just did not want to have children and ended up having children. And instead of dealing with them, they were like, here, take this, sit down, shut up. Yeah. I agree. Um, I know that uh, I was never really put on medication when I was a child. I knew I could, I had a hard time focusing. Uh, I think by the time I was a teenager, it was getting to the point to where I just couldn't concentrate in school period because I didn't like anything in school. Nothing was interesting to me. I thought it was boring. And so I would just completely zone out and go to my own little world for a little while. And then I would just do okay in school I did fine passed graduated did all the things Mm -hmm. Uh, but we ended my parents tried you know they're like well let's just see just to help focus just so you can get through you know some tests if just to put on like a really low dosage um it wasn't even uh Adderall it was Concerta it was like the lowest you could possibly get they put me on we did that for about a month and I'm like, okay, yeah, I can focus, but I'm a zombie and I have no creativity. My creativity is completely gone. And I hated that because at that point in time, I was very much into the dance community. I was dancing four or five days a week. I was dancing at school. I was dancing at uh, my regular studio. And then I was also doing choreography at the same time. And it was just like, I had the hardest time trying to come up with things that I typically could go like this. Mm-hmm. So finally I told my parents, yeah, I don't like this anymore. I don't like how I feel. And I took myself off of it and I haven't been on medication ever since. Good um, I, know, I I'm not doing this. I, I don't like it. And uh, we did the whole birth control thing for a while. Didn't like that either. I could never stick with it. And then by the time me and my husband got together, I just decided, you know, I'm going to completely take myself off of it. Other forms of birth control we decided to do. And I feel like I have been very fortunate that I was able to get pregnant very easily. And I honestly believe it's because I decided not, you know, I took myself off of birth control for a long time. And I mean, I didn't even start birth control until I was like over the age of 19. So, yeah. I think I was like 13 or 14 when I was put on birth control. That blows my mind that people go on it that soon. 
and I didn't go off of it until what's it been like three months that I finally have been off of it and Mm. it's definitely a world of difference and I mean I tried pills I have had two IUDs and it's just not worth it yeah I mean, these are just our stories. This is just what our experiences are. I know other people have other experiences and it's helped them. And hey, congratulations. I am glad it worked for you. It did not work for either of us. And um, I just know so many people, especially at my age, because I feel like we are the first generation that was on birth control for a very long extended period of time. And so we're like the test group of like, what happens when you put on you know, kids on birth control from the time they're like 11, 12 years old. And then how do they have kids? I want to say nine times out of 10, or maybe even eight out of 10 people have a very hard time getting pregnant naturally, you know, and, and it's devastating to see these women come in having to go through, uh, um, IVF and all these other experiences and some not even being able to do that. And they have to adapt. And I, I, I think that's horrible. And I feel horrible for them, you know, because these are the people who really want to have kids. You know? Yeah. Well, Ryan and I don't, so I'm just not going to say anything because I would jinx it if I did. You know? <laughs> hey, I respect you even more that you're like, yeah, I don't want any. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I know. I would, I just, we're not going to even say anything. Let's just hope I was on birth until long enough. <laughs> I understand. That's totally fine. So um, I do want to talk um, briefly about any new experiences you've been having lately intuitively, uh, just to kind of give people an idea that it's a constant learning experience when you're an intuitive and uh, it seems all fun and games, but you don't have to actually be all of this and you can find little things in your life that brings magic and brings joy to your life I think a lot of it's a balancing act to be completely honest and mediumship is a lifestyle if we're going to be frank about it all you have to make sure that you're getting enough sleep that you are eating a balanced and proper diet and staying away from like low vibrational chemicals that are hurting your body um you need to spend enough time outside I don't know if I said exercise already but you got to do that too like you have to be very careful of the people that you surround yourself with the way you talk to yourself you have to be conscious of the thoughts you think like this type of thing you just have to be so self-aware or it's really easy to end up in a depression or end up with some sort of like self-loathing and then addiction and things like that kind of get drawn in yeah it's a lifestyle well also I think it comes down to discernment true I learned that the hard way um a couple years ago I was consuming so much information I didn't know what I was consuming and some of the stuff was not meant for me and my best friend noticed when she talked to me on the phone one day and she's like you don't sound okay what's wrong and I'm like well I came across this information and she's like whatever it is I don't like it. I don't like who you are right now. You sound like you're depressed. You need to go talk to somebody in your community. And I reached out to a few people. I ended up coming in contact with a shaman at that point in time to explain a few things to me. And then I was like, oh, that's what discernment is. I got it. You know, and I think the way society is right now is 
We're always consuming information. We're taking everything bold face out as it is. And we're not actually looking into it and making sure, is this okay for me? Or is this okay for somebody else? Or how do I feel about this? Not just like, here it is on a platter for you. Take it as it is. Well, that's also making sure that you're balanced because if you're not yeah. balanced, then you're going to just take everything else mm-hmm. in and you might not even be taking in that stuff over there. But if you're close to this person next to you and you're off balance, now you're taking in their stuff. Yeah. So it's just, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's to me, it's totally worth it. Once you like get the tools to understand on how to navigate it it's so much easier and then more fun more play tends to happen in your life yeah and when things align they come they just flow to you more naturally like the friends you meet the things you want like it makes manifesting so much easier it makes life more fun and enjoyable when you are in that flow yes I totally agree with you and I know sometimes we don't we have to wait and we have to be patient and it's very difficult because what's happening is you, it, the universe is waiting for you to get in flow with it. So you have to be able to get to that frequency and get into that mindset. Um, so the magic can actually happen in your life. Uh, what was one of the most recent things that happened in your life that you're like, holy crap. <laughs> this entire move to Alabama. <laughs> It goes from me sitting in my backyard in Plymouth, Massachusetts and being like, hmm, a place I've never heard of. Well, I've heard of it, but a place I've never been. And yeah, like literally everything. Ryan and I manifested the house we live in. Like the only thing he doesn't have is a big shop, but we have the land where we can build one. <laughs> so like our house, um, my friendships here, the job you know, working here with you, um, everything, it's every person I've met so far, I've just been like, you are a gift from the universe, like, very weird, I moved to the Bible Belt and meet all of my, like, spiritual (laughs) hippie fam, it's, woo-woo, people didn't know that, by the way, yeah, I didn't know this was, like, the Sedona of Alabama, but here we are, (laughs) exactly I actually had um this vision probably a couple years ago I was in meditation with a friend of mine and we were just wanting to manifest something big bigger than we could possibly think of and like within this last year there was a lot of big shifting that happened and decisions that I needed to make whether for myself and after things got cleared away and things started to open up more Then it just kind of all stacked one on top of each other. And I felt like adding, letting certain people go out of my life, which I wish them all the best of luck and well. And then you were the kind of like the cornerstone that started coming in. And then one thing after another, and then all these new people were starting to come in and I'm like, okay, new projects are coming on new things and I'm like I see and this is going very fast holy crap here we go (laughs) so that's how you can play with magic and within the universe and that's what we are bringing to you guys is how you can find magic in your life every single day it doesn't have to be the big woo-woo stuff it can be as simple as going out in nature and just observing and like feeling feeling the wind on your face or seeing a bird fly across or there's a sun rays on your face I mean that's magic 
in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Feeling too, like for me to stay in the life that I built in Massachusetts, which was great. I had a successful lash studio and an angel working for me. I, one of my best friends was in the suite. I lived in a beautiful house with my awesome boyfriend. My, I had bought a house previous to meeting him that we had as an Airbnb. Like my life was good, but after coming to Alabama, the thought of going back and living that life in Massachusetts again, gave me such bad anxiety and the thought of nothing like starting over from scratch like moving into an airbnb having no idea where i'm like what's gonna go on where am i gonna work what am i gonna do for some reason i had so much less anxiety with those thoughts than i did living my stable life and i have had a lot of people call me crazy for making this jump but it was a huge leap of faith and not just for me but for ryan everything has fallen into place like somebody is walking in front of me laying out a red carpet so just even the feelings in your body like pay attention to your anxiety and your depression and how you feel around certain people or when you get those feelings what are the thoughts you're thinking so those little things can be magic too oh and if you've got all of those crazy racing thoughts in your head and you tell them to stop talking and they do you're definitely some sort of medium just just so you know (laughs) if you can just tell them like all right guys enough stop and it's silence and you feel better that's spirit 100% that spirit yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) we will probably talk more on that in like another episode it might be a sooner one too to talk about all the different clairs um, how we use them and how you can use them at home with a couple of maybe practices you can do as well so thank you so much. We did it. Episode number one. Yeah. Y'all have a great day and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks guys.